Hello, everyone, and welcome to the episode of Just Get Fit with Nikki. I'm your host, Nikki, a certified nutrition coach and personal trainer. And today I am answering that question of help. The scale has gone up over the weekend. I really indulged. I went out. It was Christmas. It was Thanksgiving. It was my birthday, whatever it is. And now I've gained all this weight and I don't know what to do. And I'm panicking. And it's like, okay, slow down. Take a breath before you panic. I want you to listen to this, okay? It is very, very normal that our weight fluctuates throughout not only the day, but throughout the week and throughout the month, and especially as females throughout our cycle, okay? So sure, you might have had a wonderful weekend, eaten out lots, had lots of drinks, really enjoyed yourself, and that scale is just up and it's really bugging you and you're feeling a bit, you know, puffy or fluffy, your clothes are maybe not quite as good as they were in terms of how they're fitting, maybe a couple days ago, and you're starting to second guess everything. And if you are how I used to be, you're kind of going down that tailspin of, okay, so what am I gonna do this week? Well, I'll probably, you know, skip breakfast, I'm gonna have salads for lunch, I'm you know, really gonna make sure I get an extra cardio session in or more, or I'm gonna go to the gym every day this week. And it kind of starts to spiral in this way of trying to do more and more and more and eat less and less and less, which you, know, you plan for the next four or five days, which takes you into the weekend. And then all of a sudden you're back, you're eating out, you're drinking, you're having a grand old time. And the cycle repeats itself again come Sunday night or Monday morning and you end up just living this vicious routine over and over in this loop that you can't get out of. And so, like I said, there are lots of reasons why the scale can fluctuate. It can be due to hormones. You know, it can be based on our cycle. There are lots of normal things that cause our weight to fluctuate. And I always say this little reminder because if I get on the scale today and I get on the scale tomorrow and the day after, chances are it's going to get three different readings. And I get on the scale in the morning and I get on at night, I'm also probably going to get different readings. And it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to weigh more at night than I am in the morning. Sure, chances are probably higher, but I've also had days where I weigh myself in the morning and I weigh more than I do after lunch. Okay. And I share this because I know we second guess ourselves. We really think that we've undone all our hard work and effort with a day or two of eating out or, you know, going off plan. And that's just not the case. Because even when I would have clients who would be really rigid about things, I'm talking back in the day, my coaching style has definitely changed. They would weigh themselves every day and we'd take an average. And these are people who, was in a, who were in a good place mentally to weigh themselves. I am not someone who encourages people to weigh themselves every day. Most of us do not benefit from that. But some people enjoy doing that and they find it really helpful and they can look at it as data. I am not necessarily one of those people. I sometimes get a little too involved in that number. And that's why I'm not someone who's always going to say, weigh yourself regardless of how it makes you feel how it makes you feel is actually very important and something to take into consideration. But the clients who wanted to do that, we would weigh them every day 
and we take an average. So I take the average of those seven days, divide them by seven, and that would be the average weight for the week. And the reason we would do that is because it is normal, like I said, to fluctuate. What a client weighed on Monday is not necessarily what they weighed on Thursday. And if you're trying to get a feel for where you're at more accurately, having the average is important or helpful. However, this is not me telling you to go and do that, but I'm just trying to give you an understanding of the fact that it is normal to fluctuate. And because of that, don't take the number on the scale, you know, today or yesterday to heart and take that as, you know, the be all end all. So some of the reasons the scale can fluctuate. Here they are. Perhaps you have weighed yourself at a different time of day. You know, maybe it's morning versus night. Maybe it's afternoon. doesn't matter, but different time of day can definitely make an impact. Perhaps you haven't had a bowel movement yet. Weigh yourself before, weigh yourself after. You will actually notice a difference on the scale. Perhaps you have gone out, had some sushi, had some higher sodium foods or something like that. And that might be leading you to retain a little bit more water weight than you otherwise would, right? Guess what? Drink some water, have some regular food, do all those things. That will pass. If you maybe had a little bit more carbs than you normally do, that can also hold on to a little bit more water weight. Guess what? That will also pass. One interesting thing to consider that I had one client experience is where you weigh yourself. If you weighed yourself in the bathroom one day and you weighed yourself in the bedroom another day, sometimes the actual floor that you put your scale on makes a difference. So for example, I did this where I weighed myself uh, on carpet, I weighed myself on hardwood, and I weighed myself on the tile in the bathroom, one after the other, and I got three different readings within a minute of each other. And this isn't to say that I gained weight or lost weight, obviously, within a minute of each other. It's just to show that even surfaces can make a difference in terms of what the scale is going to show you. Now, perhaps this has helped to calm you down a little bit, make you feel less overwhelmed or like you need to be less extreme about your approach today and the next couple of days. However, if it hasn't, here are nine things you can have in the back of your mind or to actually focus on for the next couple of days that might positively impact not only how you're feeling, but what you're seeing on the scale. So firstly, drink lots of water, hydrate yourself, help flush everything through. It's going to make you feel better and likely be good for your body and great for your skin. Number two, make sure you're getting enough fiber. You know, think about adding some chia seeds, even prunes. Those can be great ways to add fiber and be regular in the bathroom. Number three, focus on getting in fruits and veggies. Number four, remember it's okay to eat like you normally do when you're feeling good and to really listen to your hunger cues and really strive to only eat when you're hungry. So not out of habit, but when you're actually hungry. Number five, work out like you normally do. Just because you have noticed a change in scale, this is not your cue to go, okay, I need to add cardio. I need you to add extra workouts. No, stick to what you normally do. If you need to go for a walk around the block, get some fresh air that can be great for our stress levels or anxiety and help to bring that down, which also is very beneficial. Number six, and this is not necessarily an easy one, but remember that your worth is not linked to the number on the scale. And 
I know this is a tough one for so many of us, but think about the compassion and grace you would give someone else. What would you tell your best friend, someone that you love and care if, if they came to you and said, oh my gosh, the scale's up five pounds after the weekend. You're not going to say, oh my gosh, girl, like that is terrible. Get on the bike, you know, get on the treadmill, get moving, add in 60 minutes of cardio. You wouldn't say that, right? And we deserve that same grace and same compassion. Number seven, plan ahead. It doesn't have to be for the entire week, but even if you plan ahead for tomorrow, what are some things that you can eat that are going to be quick, that are going to be easy, that either you have in your fridge or freezer or pantry that are going to make you feel good? And it might be as simple as saying, okay, what's a protein source that I can have at breakfast, lunch, and dinner tomorrow, and then planning the rest of your sides based on that protein source. It can take a little more time once you start, but it definitely gets easier as you continue. Number eight is when I always like to use the clients and it's a good reminder, but they'll go, oh my gosh, Nikki, like I have gained five pounds over the weekend. Like I feel so discouraged. And this is where I say to them, okay, I hear that you're discouraged. I know you're frustrated, but to actually gain five pounds, that means you would have had to have eaten a surplus of over 17,000 calories this weekend. And I'm sure you didn't do that, right? Because one pound is equal to 3,500 calories. So five pounds, that's over 17,000 calories. You didn't do that. That would have been basically impossible for you to do unless you were in some eating contest. So the reality is while the scale's gone up, it is likely water weight. It is likely a fluctuation due to you know, one or several factors, but it is not necessarily weight that is going to stay. It is not necessarily fat. And so spiraling out and dwelling in this, you know, under eating, over exercising is only going to end you in this vicious cycle and probably lead to you binging later. So let's not go down that route. Let's focus on realistic goals. Let's going to focus on what's going to make you feel good today and tomorrow. And that is going to have the scale come back down and also be a much gentler and sustainable approach long-term. So that is definitely something to remember. I use it myself as well. When I go, oh my gosh, it's up two pounds in a day. It really isn't. It is a fluctuation that is not due to you just gaining, is not due to gaining fat because even two pounds would mean that I would have had to have 7,000 calories on top of my normal daily calories. And chances are most of us are not just doing that in a day. Last but not least, do your best to mentally move on and keep going. And I know this is hard. I know it's easy to soak in those feelings and just really sit with that. Ugh, I'm so disappointing. I can't believe I did this. Like I'm never going to be successful. It's easy to do that and to feel shame and regret instead put an outfit that makes you feel good that makes you feel confident plan your next couple of meals make a plan for movement for the week that is actually sustainable and more realistic to what you normally do but remind yourself of all the things that are within your control and they're going to be healthy and realistic as opposed to going overboard and saying i need to cut back on this i need to do more cardio i need to do more exercise that is not healthy or realistic approach that's going to be sustainable long-term. And so I know this is a cycle that can be really hard to break. So focus on one day at a time, 
Give yourself that grace and compassion that you would give to a friend. And remember that your worth is not tied to that scale. And you deserve to eat today. You deserve to exercise and move your body in a way that is enjoyable and not a sign of punishment because at the end of the day, you are absolutely worthy of love and respect just as you are today. And I know this is a lot easier to tell someone than it is to hear for ourselves, but it is still very much true. All right, fam, that's a wrap on this episode. Don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram at justget.fit. And if you are looking for workout programs, you can download my workout app where I have home, gym, and prenatal programs by going to www.justget.fit forward slash stronger.